The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, thank you very much, Alliance, here in the in the easy chair in the morning trying to get you to work on time. That's right. What we're doing right now is getting you from A to B all the way through the letter Z tonight when you lay down with that special someone. I can't help it. I got my only go in one direction voice. Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city. I could be doing those uh, ads I used to do, the black ads I used to have to do for that station real easy today. Come on down, the job fair we're having on Saturday. Oh, y'all want to come on out and get yourself a brand new occupation. You know, not everybody's happy working for the man. Find a new man. <laughs> not everybody's happy working not for the Not everybody's happy. You know that's true. Don't go get yourself off that chain gang and get yourself a job you like. You know what my mom always said was, you ain't working if you like what you do. All right. Bring him a little Luther in a little bit. He loves what he does, and you're going to love what he does, too, in just a few minutes on Kiss 1230 Rhythm of the City. Is I used it to still love that? It. It's no, I don't think Kiss, it's a thing obviously. anymore. Kiss? No, no but someone does have, I heard, uh, I forget which station, they're using Rhythm of the City now. Oh, oh really? Yeah, pretty cool. That was my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. A radio station in a closet. I'd never seen anything like it. And not a big closet, a tiny closet, like one that would hold a water heater. It was tiny. That was one of our AM stations in Seattle, too. It was weird. I used to have to go and load up commercials in that thing, and I was the black voice of the rhythm of the city. <laughs> job fairs every weekend, job fairs. That's all. The, the only thing anybody ever bought on that station was telling people to go get a job. They play a little Luther. <laughs> Luther was never bad, though. I kick into a little Luther Vandross right here. He was fat. He was skinny. Either way, the ladies love him. Doesn't matter what size you are, Luther. We're going after you today. This is dancing with his father. You know how it is. On Kiss 1230. <laughs> it was, Tell you, you know how. The worst is. part was the salespeople gave, like, uh, what was that big tall guy's name who never said hello? Said happy birthday all the time. Steve or something. Happy birthday. So can I get a favor from you? He didn't know what hello was. I think he thought hello was a, happy birthday was a greeting. John, you got a second? Yeah, good. Happy birthday. We is uh, we going to do some commercials. I'm like, just not, get it out of the way. He, he, uh, he just, trying to remember his name. Colin and I would laugh every time because I'd be sitting in my production room. John, you got a second? Oh, yeah, come on in. All right, hey, happy birthday, Colin. We have uh, something going on here that we need. And like, Colin's like, what is he doing? My birthday's in October. Happy birthday, boys. Uh, anywho. And after a while, I think it just became a habit for him to tell us happy birthday. He did it every time he saw us, just in case. And one day he's going to knock it out, you know? You know, you know, like a stop clock's right twice a day. He's right once a year when he knocks out that happy birthday. But it was the worst part is, is that they'd come in and tell me, like they could have read it. I need you to read this for me if you don't mind, John, and do it in uh, the voice. You know. You know. You know the You voice. know which one. I'm like, okay. And really, Emphasis. come on. Bring it home, son. 
And there was never a time when they're like, that is just too much. Oh, I was like, I did one along. I can't remember what the ad was for, but. Mrs. White's? No, I did it. Uh, What's Mrs. White's? Soul food restaurant. Yeah, they had oh. restaurants. I never got to do any of that. I got one for a thing, and he wanted it to be high energy. So I did the the crazy Baptist preacher. We all of us coming down here. I'm going to be running here. Just going back. And he was fine with it. And it ran like twice. His All of his. That guy couldn't have made more than Jimmy. His name was Jimmy. Hey, John, happy birthday. Uh, and Jimmy needs something from you. Jimmy also spoke in third person, so I wasn't sure if it was ever. Jimmy needs it was Ricky Henderson. Yeah, oh, it was Ricky Henderson. Hi, happy birthday. Jimmy needs you to, uh, if you don't mind, uh, roll this commercial over in that voice you do. I'm like, Jimmy, I think you can do this. Oh, you crazy, you crazy. Hey, tell your mama happy birthday for me. Okay. Yeah. Big on the birthdays. Don't know that he knew what it was. I honestly don't know. He just said happy birthday. Jimmy's last day. Dead of hello. And then the other one, the little one who pooped in Jim Sharp's house. Mary. Mary. Yep. She liked to do that. John, I come up and hear you do that voice for me for this commercial. Can you do it as a woman? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it as a woman. Do it as a woman. All right. Come on down to the bridal fair. If you're having you a bridal fair, you need some dresses. Ooh, that's perfect. Like, where'd you get your inspiration? Like, a Mary. G-Y-O-T. It was you, Mary. She did a little dabbling with the kiss. A little. little. Very little, but yeah. she touched it. Yeah, she was mainly coyote, but she would ask me to do the voice as a woman. And I would just do an impression of her. Nobody cared. Back before everything was cancelable. Back before everybody I would have been I would have been so fired for all those commercials because people would have I was making fun of the idea that these people were asking me to do that. And now it's just natural, Brett. Now I'm just this way, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. That's how you get canceled. They bring back these commercials. Can you believe this? He <laughs> this did is this, this a- guy doing that. <laughs> Well, if you listen carefully in the background, they're chanting "mother want a job" in the job fair commercials, which is true. We had a few of them where we would in the background, "mother want a job." <laughs> we rapped. It was terrible. Two lily white kids, me and Colin, just doing terrible stuff. The kiss twelve thirty stuff. Now what are you going to do? Uh, we're busy. Uh, Brett is busy right now, coming up with clues for his lock that will lock up keg number one at Action Ride Shop. Now the keg. Uh, what do you usually lock it to? Do you, a tree? Uh, usually they, they have a bench in there that, uh, that like you try your skis on and everything else. So we just ah, lock it to the okay. bench inside. So you go in there and you, you get that all together. And then uh, one at a time, obviously, mm-hmm. you come up. If you miss it, you can go back in line. Yeah. You, you got to go to the back. And sometimes the line's short. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. long. So you can go to the back of the line. Hang on. Mmm, that's a nice snot moment. Oh, sweet flavor. Throat mm. oyster. I just have a little throat oyster there. I had to get rid of that. I'm sorry, Kiss 1230 audience. I just had to chug down what felt like about three raw eggs with one snort. That was awful. <laughs> um, thank God for the dump button, which I had just discovered works. <clears throat> Prior to that, I was doing that a lot. That actually hurt. Uh, but anyway, so Brett will uh, get in there one at a time. You go back in line, and you guess as many times as you want. Now, Brett, you'll give out clues on the air uh, when we when you get there. You yeah, when I figure them out. When you figure, and you've got, you've got a ton of them, but there's a, it's an interesting yeah. kind of mix. It's a four-number lock, uh, and giving up all four numbers is a thing, or will you combine them, or will you do one big number, or whatever. Uh, but it's tough, and we've been we've been <laughs> we've been off the air just coming up with the stupidest clue ideas for his <laughs> four number lock, and some of them are going to be easy, I think. Yeah, it could be. Some not so much. I'm also really enjoying this morning getting all the memes I didn't know that had already been made 
about how Bud Light turns you into a transgender. Oh, I, they're, they're everywhere already. I got this one that's a Bud Light can. It's just a just a penis. Just, they made a penis nice. shape, which wow. I think is fantastic. And then the, the one where the guy turns into a woman while he drinks it. The Pretty one, amazing. The one that I saw is uh, so uh, Bud Light is supporting a man who was born a, is posing as a woman. Which is ironic because Bud Light's water posing as beer for <laughs> yeah, so either. long. They're going to admit it's not Bud Light's fault. <laughs> I know. The transgenders are out there. They're, they're trying to get everybody to drink. You have to understand from a business perspective, we got to stop. You didn't care if transgender. Like, would you be mad if you hate trans people so much and you ordered the same beer? That just screams insecurity to me from a person. Like, I always thought that about, uh, you know. Why religious groups are so afraid of gays in certain areas? Like, well, you're not gay. You don't don't worry about it. What? Do you, well, we don't want to, you don't want them to exist. I don't. Like, I don't understand. I don't want them around my kids. I'm like, are your kids because they'll make them gay? You're that fragile, right? right. Like, if you're gay, you're going to be gay. If you're indoctrinated, judge them if they're an asshole. If they're an asshole, then keep them away from your kids, right? And if you don't want them around, like you know, if I had a kid, I wouldn't want the neighbor hanging out in a dress in the front yard. I'd be like, all right, that's enough. You're, yeah. you're kind of not. But that's your job as a parent. Again, it goes back to what I said the other day. We should be allowed to individually not like people who are acting weird around stuff. I don't. But a guy in a dress that's you know just hanging around drinking a Bud Light in another city on the internet that doesn't piss me off. My son came home wearing a pair of hash jeans a couple weeks ago, and I keep him away from the neighbors. What's that? What are those? Hash jeans are from the 70s, those big giant bell bottoms. Oh, he's got bell bottoms on. Oh. Like, like and that's the brand? Serious, yeah, they were like from the 1970s. <laughs> that's just fashion now. I know. It's commercial for Dr. Lynn. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's just more just so you don't want one of these. Billboard. <laughs> 17 years later, the STD is wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah, fashion trends. Your kids are going to look like idiots at some point or another anyway. But drinking a Budweiser and you're on TV, who cares? And it's they're mad at Anheuser Busch. I'm like, man, but that is uh, Anheuser Busch has to really pick and choose its moments here because I, that's I why they had there. to do you know yeah. all 32 teams Bud Light when they did the NFL. Yeah. Well, that's not because of people getting upset. That's because they want to sell their beer, right? To you want to get but your can. Also, they only came out with one, but my f- they used to in the past. You know, they do well. And Pittsburgh was always Iron City. Whoever sure. the, the well, Iron City beer isn't going was. anywhere outside Pang- of Pittsburgh. Penguins. Yeah, they liked being in the Pittsburgh area. By the way, that's local. You can bottle it locally with Cardinals only stuff. Every time Bud- Budweiser had the all the teams on a can thing, you'd buy one and hope you got yours. It was like it right. was like cards. And then when people would get Paul them, they brought us ours. Give every, yeah, Paul got it and brought everybody their own team. Still have it in my game room. I haven't seen them since. That was just a great marketing move. It didn't make me a Steeler when I drank it. If I drank out of the Raider one, I didn't care. Having a trans person on a Bud Light, you're going to do some transitioning when you drink enough of Bud Light. It's going <laughs> to turn you into a real crazy person. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Awesome. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There was Kid Rock. I, I thought I was in a hallucination from the Benadryl watching him shoot. I'm like, what in the world does this You're world come to? fever dream. How? Oh, I'm watching TV and there's Kid Rock with a shotgun and Bud Light. And I'm like, what have they done? Like, I, I figured it would have been, they had to like side with Russia or something. I don't know. I, like that. It's not that I mean, he's not having it. And then Travis Tritt's the same thing. We ain't dealing with it. Okay. Bud Light's just trying to get more people to drink their beer. Bud Light and the Loafers, they should call it. That's the <laughs> hilarious part of it all. I don't understand the world, though. I don't know why everybody gets so angry. But I guess, like I said, laying there with that news on the whole time, you start diving in. And you can't have it on for a couple hours without going, yeah, something's got to be done about this. Tucker Carlson's right. Anderson Cooper's right. They're never right. I'm just baiting you. And then I flip it over to South Park and realize, oh, yeah, I'm a cynic. This is my wheelhouse right here. But, yeah, if you have a Bud Light this morning, it doesn't make you gay. I don't get it. Thank you, Bud Light, for always being for everybody. That's what I think. (laughs) The problem is all the people that, like, all these companies keep having to force themselves into political stuff. Just make a Bud Light can and shut up. Just be. You don't need Fritos to have a... You know, transgender thing on the cover. Just give me my Fritos and leave it. I don't need every product to represent. I understand that Fritos are for everybody, right? I don't think Fritos no. will ever. No. F- on the thing of a Fritos. No trannies. No homos. Get get some other chip. Who cares? Did the, did the trans people feel that Bud Light wasn't for them until they put one on there? That's a good point. And the three gay people I'm closest with all think trans people shouldn't be part of the LGBTQ. Really? Like, they're not gay. There's a lot of times they're not True. gay. So it has nothing to do with our... Like, I'm, but the Q is queer, right? All I mean, that's yeah. a, it's and then a question, well, they, kind of thing. They've added so much. And they're, they're, they're all kind of like... I'm all, I'm all for people wanting and having equal rights. But uh, yes. their agenda is not the same as ours. Whose agenda? The trans the, agenda? The trans to the yeah. gays. The gays are like, I don't think it necessarily needs to be lumped in with us. Have your own that's move. true. Are they asking for you know, trans marriage? Are they... Well, no, Asking I mean, for access, it's just not even, you know. it's that whole thing that you're automatically bigoted towards everybody if you don't like the trans community. You hate gays. Oh, I see what you're and saying. And the gays are like, well, not, they're yeah, not yeah, all gay. Yeah, yeah. And we're not all trans. Right. And so it's like. I'm pretty it, sure Budweiser made a. Gay can? No, uh, well, a, <laughs> a commercial highlighting gay culture for the Super Bowl or one. It might have been a jokey one. Don't know. I just think Schmidt's gay. It's time for Schmidt's yeah. gay to actually happen. Schmidt's gay is a real. Schmidt's gay, Rainer gay. One of the funniest things Saturday Night Live ever did. Olympia gay. All of them. They just throw up gay beer. If we have to break it down like this, Bud Light gay. And then that way Kid Rock will know he's not drinking the gay Bud Light. It's just weird to me. But it's weird on both ends. It's weird that you'd shoot up Bud cans when they've got a gay guy on it or a, or a trance. And it's also weird that they would want to put a trans person on there, but it's given them a ton of attention, and that's really it. No, no bad press uh, ever because it's all press. You're getting a ton of mentions and a ton of stuff. So, John, it's good to uh, no matter what you're drinking, what, you know, back in the '90s, you had a, a guy and you had a wine cooler or a Zima. You're gay. You're man. gay, dude. It's gay. Oh yeah, I'll tell you I still think it is gay. Yeah. If I see a man with a Zima or a wine cooler, I'm like gay. <laughs> and it and is. That's why the hilarious. guy that's drinking Bud Light, like, now I can't even hold a can. 
Can you get wine coolers? But you're that worried about it? Like you, could, I, I could. I uh, know, but I'm, I'm people are. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That person is that worried that if look, I could eat red velvet cake and drink a Zima. Oof. And some and people be like, gay. I'm like, eh, all right, not tasty. I'm, I'm confident. I, I guess I'm comfortable knowing. I ain't old this can with that flounder on it. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand how people. Ooh, guy called me a homosexual. It's because I'm drinking Zima and eating red velvet, isn't it? John, ask your gay neighbors. They're not drinking Bud Light. They're more no. Michelob Ultra and IPA crowd. Yeah, I love IPAs. You love the gay fruity beer. I do. You know what else so I like? A lot of people. Uh, the gay decorations and uh, things gays gay decorations. do. Oh, yeah, you go to Rainbow? a gay guy's house. It's beautiful. Oh, no, oh. gay the, the decor. You know what I'm pissed off about, John? Red Stripe. Now, that's a gay beer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's all he said. That's all he said. Gay beer. We live in a world where gay. And then I watched Bobby Lee, his podcast yesterday, having to apologize for a joke he told on the Opie and Anthony show 18 years, years ago. ago. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, and he said it was all made up. It was about having sex with a Tijuana hooker, and he wasn't sure she was old enough. And he said maybe, like, first glance, she could have been, like, 13 or 15. And he tells this What's terrible the story. Funny? Well, but that's the thing. The story is just so outrageous. And he said, look, I made it up. I was on Opie and Anthony. I didn't know what to do, and, and they just kept egging me on. He said, if you listen to it, after a while, uh, there's 30 black Marines that join me and all this. He said, like, the joke is clearly that it just was uh, uh, way over kept the top. piling on. However, I still think he did it. I don't know, but he added more to it right, as time right. went on, but I still Embellished. think he did Because when he, when he started to talk about what the joke was, he's like, and then I got taken down the street. There were no street lights. And uh, and this guy was walking, and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't a made-up memory. Like, that's not the made-up part. And he goes, I'm just riffing and improv, so there's no streetlights. And then there's one guy who had orange hair, he's kind of an albino Mexican. And I was like, all right, maybe exaggeration, but led him to a whorehouse. And there were whores and said, pick a girl at gunpoint or a machete to his throat. And he's like, uh, some of that had to have happened. And I think, and Bobby Lee, you know, so we had to apologize for that because they're saying it was, like, he was... He's had sex with an underage girl, and he's like in a joke, and they're going after him now. So he went on Tiger Belly and started to apologize for that. I'm like, stories he told, whether they were true or not. It's like, we don't like that now. The retroactive shutdown of things. I need to bring up every time Gilbert Gottfried was in here and said, don't apologize. Yeah, no, it's true. Well, he's worried now because Bobby Lee's starting to get real jobs. Like, I don't know how that happened. But then he said, then he said, oh, it's not my style to be edgy and stuff. He came in here. And oh. told us multiple times about yeah. how he had sex with that mentally challenged yep. boy at the candy stand at a lake. Yep. Because the, he would get free candy if he went in and gave uh, mouth hugs to the mentally retarded boy at the candy stand. I'm like, not edgy. Bobby, that's all you are is edgy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not my style to be all say shocking things. I, I would put him in the top five of most shocking things said in this room. Yeah. But I don't know what he's protecting, but the, the whole concept was that he, he basically had to say, there's a stage Bobby and there's the real Bobby and all my stuff's made up. And I think that wrecks him. I think that pot, cause but the podcast clarify, is the, the story, just to get, you know, when he's the ice fishing, he was also a, a teen at that time, too. Oh, yeah, that wasn't yeah. underage. But it it wasn't, was, he know. wasn't Bobby older, you know, here it is again now. He's, but he's still taking advantage of a mentally challenged person for free things. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or is the mentally challenged person that aware that he's taking uh, advantage of Bobby? I don't know. It seemed like everybody was having fun to me. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it's definitely 
the point being, the story is definitely edgy. And he says, I don't work edgy. I'm like, Bobby, that's all I've ever seen you do. I've never, ever seen Bobby Lee not be edgy. So, but well, then now, he was the first, you know, he would always come in. Well, his edginess right off the bat was not being clothed. No, he always took his clothes off. Right. He was way before Burt Kreischer, but yep. he would go down to his underwear in a heartbeat. And the weird part is, uh, you know, like, it, I, I, he's constantly been edgy. He's got this Tiger Belly he's, podcast he's that's been going gangbusters. And now all the fans are like, oh, your stories are fake? Because I, mean, I think that just kind of wrecks you when you're like, I've been lying to you guys about how outrageous I am the last few. I know you know, and we're all like fans to, we'll, we'll give benefit of the doubt to stuff. But if I told, if I went on the air and said, hey, look, everybody, all the stories I've told are fake. I've lied about it. Of course, whenever you tell a story and you're a good storyteller, you're going to embellish parts. But fact of the matter is, you can't just go on and go, oh, it was all fake. It was all fake. None, none of what I've told you guys is real. I mean, immediately my credibility is shot. Because like, my next story is going to be like, well, he makes stories up. We know how that works out. What, For, making up stories? Yeah. Renazizi, you know. Oh, that yeah, thing. yeah. That eventually uh, comes back around. Yeah. And he's made amends for that, but at least that was a weird it. one. That wasn't that was a like, weird one. That was a weird That one. wasn't going on stage and like saying this is exactly what happened. He told the story a couple of times and then had to stick with it because people believed it. Yeah. I mean, that was just getting caught in a lie more than it was people making a career. People didn't believe Pete Davidson's story at first. No. But you make a career based yeah. on uh, jokes that you tell that are stories about you. And then you find out later, none of this is real. It kind of killed, like, Bobby leads me. I'm like, oh, you're a fraud. Not that I wanted you to have, you know, sex with a hooker, but the, the fun of the story was he didn't know. The fun of the joke is I didn't know what's going on. And there's details in it amongst the story that are funny that I'm sure are embellished. That's the best part of being a good storyteller. But, yeah, he came in and did that. The guy just emailed me. See, he came in and told that uh, the BJ story with the handicapped kid and stripped down almost bare naked. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But I don't know how old the joke was. It was on Opie and Anthony back when Patrice O'Neill was there with him all the time. That's why he kept saying, Patrice O'Neill's looking at me. Jim Norton's on the show. And he goes, and it's me in there. And I'm like 21 years old. Of course I'm going to exaggerate and tell stories. Like, this had to be 15 or 16 years ago. Minimum. What are you going to do? So just be careful. I would say... Uh, get rid of all your social media today. I'll, I'll make the point once again. Get it all off of there. Or go back and check the one time you said something. Or listen to Bobby Lee. That's the thing I can't wait for is when people who are big fans of this stuff right. have to start deleting what they're fans. Oh, you, they've done it before with Louis C.K. All his clips are gone, and he's doing stand-up well, He's now. back. Yeah. I mean, he had a special that was out. Hey, Brady. Yes. Bud Light put out 32 cans for all teams, but we know there was one outcast team in that can set. Jags cans. <laughs> the Jags. God hates Jags. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to make the can determine whether or not I'm a homosexual. I could literally drink, like, out of the belly button of a gay guy, and it doesn't make me gay. you got to be more confident with you. I'm not carrying that Budweiser can with a tranny on it. Why? It's butt in it. If you like Budweiser, what you're looking for is inside there. If you don't, are you that? That's what a gay guy would say. Ooh, I don't like the decorations. <laughs> I'm not drinking that. That's classless. That's the. Ugh, I'd be caught dead carrying that gay guy can. 
I don't understand why Bud Light's doing it, though, because it is kind of... It's what country music the CMT Awards did last Sunday, which I still am... I was shocked. They had all those trans people up there, and they were screaming about trans rights, and I'm like, do they know this isn't MTV? Are they aware that they're at the CMTs? This is not the audience for the trans rights movement. And they're trying to act progressive and woke, but that's just proof country music isn't touching with their fans anymore. It's a weird time. The MTV uh, music video and, and awards are out. They seem oh, they did the nominees. Yeah, the it's, nominees. I bet you it's all Top Gun. Top Gun's in it pretty yeah. heavy. That's, that, um, that's right But, you know, you got the Quantumania, uh, like best movie. Oh, yeah. Quantumania. You got what was anything voting? Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, that's what it is, basically. No, and I Drew Barrymore's the host. Ooh. And she's actually yeah. nominated. Land. Here's the funny thing. For best host. She's in that nominee. What audience are they targeting with Drew Barrymore? Yeah, I don't know. They are they even young audience anymore? I don't know any young people. It's that the watch same. MTV. No, it's the same thing that like uh, I was looking at stuff yesterday. And Flavor Flav did a speech at Harvard, and I'm like, uh, no one at Harvard currently has any ties to Flavor Flav, other than Flavor of Love. Republican. They were like six years old when Flavor of Love was out. If you're in Harvard now. Yeah. So Flavor Flav, speaking of Harvard, is for the Harvard staff. And they would have had to ask their parents about public enemy. Yeah, who the hell is this guy? Who's the guy with the clock? And he gave them his clock. Right. And, he, and it's going to go into there. I'm like, where? why in the world would Harvard kids ever want to have Flavor Flav talk to him? They have to look him up. Like, he, there's no connection to this generation in that. None. Best kick-ass cast. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, Black Panther. Wakanda Forever, uh, Outer Banks, Stranger Things, Teen Wolf, the movie. Oh. The original? <laughs> I didn't know they made a movie. I knew they did the MTV show. Did MTV do a reboot movie? I think they might have. They did a show. I know that. I don't know. I don't, I don't pay too much attention to it. But that's what I'm saying. All that stuff is aimed for a younger audience. And Drew Barrymore's the host. They won't watch that. Nobody watches that. Anyway, it's opening day for baseball, so that means downtown's going to be an absolute show tonight. The Suns are playing the Nuggets. Uh, the Dodgers are here, so it's going to be Doyer, Nuggets, Diamondbacks, Suns, fans everywhere, all over the place, and I, for one, am thrilled by it. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. One good thing that came out of me getting really sick on Tuesday afternoon was the Suns game uh, against the Spurs was Tuesday night, and I couldn't go because I just felt like garbage. So I was laying on the couch watching the Suns and Spurs, and it's the best the best game I've missed ever because I got to hear Al McCoy do his last quarter of television. Was that so, it? That the, that's so all I, I heard. No, no, he's he's never oh. been on. He's not. He hasn't done TV for a while. So he finally came over, did TV for a little bit. Yeah, he's still going to do the radio stuff. That, or Kevin Ray. Been Kevin Ray just took. They just okay. said Al's going to do play by play on TV with us uh, one quarter here on the game on Tuesday night. And hearing the legend of Al McCoy, the legendary voice with Eddie Johnson and Kevin just sat back. I text Kevin. And I said, "Look, I think I, I honestly think I, I watch a lot of basketball. I have the, the NBA package. A lot of the." Broadcast teams are average to bad. Kevin and Eddie are pretty fun. And I told Kevin, I think you're the best in the business, but sit back and enjoy this moment. Someday it'll be yours. 
because I truly believe someday Kevin will have that same kind of pull with the, if the Suns because he's going to have been there for 30 years plus. Uh, but th- it was just so cool to hear Al McCoy on TV. That's how I watched the Suns. That's what made me love the Suns when he and Cotton. Uh, I mean, that was when it was like in the heyday when Cotton Fitzsimmons and Al McCoy were doing simulcast TV and radio at the same time. And that is hard to do. You may think that's easy. That is hard to do. Hard to remember people are watching you and seeing what you saw on one side and that there's an entire group of people that can't see what you're looking at and you have to paint that picture too without overdoing it for the people who are actually watching. Plus, replays are on TV, not really on radio. So he's just a magician. And he did one, the second quarter of the game Tuesday night with Al McCoy was I felt the magic. same way. Like, listen, I happened to be in the car. Kirby has uh, flag football practice. So I sat in the car at... 8 o'clock, basically, from 7 to 8.30, and listen to the radio side wow. of it to yeah. appreciate that. No, he's, he's awesome. How long, at his age. Yeah. And he's almost 90. He'll keep going through the playoffs on radio, but that was it for Amazing. TV. And uh, it was pretty cool. And I'd have missed it if I'd have been uh, not not sick from allergies and gone into uh, gone to the game. I wouldn't have heard it. So it was kind of a the good side of being sick. I got to hear Al McCoy do another quarter of television i can listen to him on the radio but when it was on tv it just, for some some reason it was so nostalgic it brought it all kind of bubbling home i still think that uh and, and now the sons have asked the city i thought when i saw this coming up sons have asked the city to paint all the crosswalks down there into sun's colors and like i'm like oh and and the al mccoy statue is it done yet is it done <laughs> nothing nope angel reese yeah we're gonna get angel reese and caitlin clark bickering statue but no the uh the Al McCoy statue is still something that has to happen. I don't know if he's he's ninety years old. I keep saying this. We got to give him something. He's got to have some legacy moment that that warms him as he leaves. If there isn't an Al McCoy statue out there on that plaza, uh, you know, Sunday afternoon to dedicate to Al, fifty-one years. Nobody's ever done that in any basketball way at all. Fifty-one years ago, he started broadcasting for the Suns, and he's by far. The longest tenured broadcaster in the history of any team for basketball. It's amazing. He's the Vin Scully of Phoenix. He's it's, and he's got to get a statue. Damn it, or a street. <laughs> Stupid Durant, Diana Taurasi way drives me nuts. But it's uh, it was pretty neat to hear him do that again. And then the Suns again tonight. But tonight's going to be awful. It's going to be awful down there. The Diamondbacks usually sell out their home opener. The Dodgers are here, so you get a forty thousand. Oh yeah, they there. have. They've got and they've got special promotions tonight too. Oh. They're asking people to show up at six tonight at at uh, Chase Ballpark. And then you got the Suns. That'll be twenty thousand strong. There's too many people. Light rail. Oh, just skip it. <laughs> I'll go down to the H and A Tranch if I go tonight. I'll go at like noon. I'm, I'll just wait it out and walk across Load the street. Up on Benadryl and walk in high oh, as a kite. That's going to be the dream. <laughs> Floating around that arena. With my gay Bud Light can floating on Benadryl, just dreaming, dreaming. Oh, please do that. I'm watching another game. That. There's a there's a Hold game the of pink scissor drink. Oh, <laughs> I'll be dumping my Benadryl in there. I'll roofie myself to be a trans. <laughs> you can get Jay Bell's autograph today. Oh yeah, he's, that's right. He's down there. Did you golf? Just with him? tell him. Uh, could you make it out to my friend Brady? I'd like a thousand uh, do autographs. <laughs> What's Jay charge for an autograph? I don't think he's charging anything. I think he's just, he's just down, down there, there for the opening stuff. day. He's happy to be recognized. Who's he with? Yeah. Who's he got with him? Don't know. Not that Jay isn't enough. 
No, but uh, people but that are still involved, you know, obviously Gonzo's there. Yeah. I think uh, Randy is a team ambassador as well. Randy yeah, it's Johnson. the 25th anniversary of the Diamondbacks. Yeah, so this will be a pretty big year. So They'll do a couple of bring things. Bring back the champs, the 01 champs. Pretty amazing it's been that long, too. But Well, that'll be cool. You can get down there and get autographs, too. And the Dodgers are here. That always fills it up. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that downtown. Might sell my tickets. Wait for Al McCoy to pop back up on TV. Yeah, it was really neat, though. It was like a... How many games are left? Just three. You got tonight with the Nuggets, the Lakers, and Clippers. Nope, Lakers are oh, okay. on the road. Clippers are the last game. Easter afternoon, 1230. Oh, nice. But uh, then it begins, and I just got hit. My American Express got charged this morning with my son's playoff tickets. Are Boom! They, are they safe from the play-in game? Yeah. They are? They're good. Okay, good. All good. Now, I those... saw a stat that, that uh, in February, when, when the Suns and Mavericks played... Uh, Mavericks had a 96% chance of making the playoffs. Yep. Mavericks are down to 3% yeah, they're chance almost to out. make the playoffs The now. Kyrie Irving didn't work out at all. Just crazy. They Man. traded all their defense. But the uh, yeah, the Suns are pretty much set in the four. They'd have to screw up pretty bad. They could. The Lakers and the Clippers and Warriors are the teams that are vying for that spot. And the Lakers are playing their asses off right now. It horrifies me that they're going to get hot and get in there. Anyway, we'll see. Well, that would be a tough first round. But you know what the good news is, Brady? Uh, my tickets will sell like crazy for round one. My rule well. this year, I'm not going to round one. Uh, round one is just the uh, warm-up round. I'll watch that on TV. I, I cannot imagine being excited at all about round one. Getting through it, that's fine. I'm not going to that. You're I'll, selling the tickets, John. That's right. That is the most amazing round to attend in playoffs. <laughs> Round nope. one. I don't care. No, no. Laker fans will go. He's helping you. I know. I know what he's doing. I don't care. I'll sell him. I'll sell him for dirt cheap. I'm just getting rid of him. I have no interest in round one. Round two interests me because they didn't get through it last year. You heard it here. Below uh, face value. Not below face value. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Conference championships, finals, I'll go to those. The first two rounds of the playoffs, that's expected now. I have high expectations. I'll go to a couple. i got to get my money back on it. Laker fans going to be buying my tickets. And I know people say, oh, you're just going to give it the... No, it shouldn't matter. The home court will be the home court. People will be fine. I'll go to a couple, but I'm telling you, man, that I am not going to be too amped up. I, any celebrations of getting out of the first round, pointless. Nothing about that is a victory. It's what you're supposed to do. If they get bounced in round one, oh, well, I have regretted not selling all those tickets. That's why you need to go to every game. No, sir. No. No. Nope. I have friends who will buy them from me, so I'll make sure it goes to Suns fans. Uh, unless it's last minute and stuff, then I'll go right up online. But make a killing. I don't care who sits there. The Suns are better than the Lakers. They should beat the Lakers. And if they don't, I don't want to be there for it. And it isn't because my dumb ass isn't in a chair. If enough people like you do, it'll be all Laker fans. Well... Suns shouldn't have uh, lost so badly last year in round two and made us feel like this team has an agenda that has to. They have to go further than that. I will watch on TV. I'm not going to lose my mind over a Lakers series and watch them lose it. And I'll, I'll break stuff. I'm not going to be a healthy man. I think that starts next week, doesn't it? The playoffs. I can't believe it. Wait. Tuesday and Wednesday are the play-in games. Is it only Tuesday and Wednesday? I thought it was more than that. Uh-uh. Well, what I think Tuesday, Wednesday, to, and then the next one. Then is the it series best of starts. Three, or you got to win. No, you to win it in. So just win one. Seven one and plays done. ten. Okay. Eight plays nine, and then it's established okay. who's got what. Hmm. 
They have one more game after that. So maybe it is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know. Playing games are for losers. <laughs> Period. And you don't want to be a loser. So uh, head on over right now. Action Ride Shop. I think Brett will be there any second now. And he will have clues for the very first Easter keg of 2023. The kegs are awaiting us. Uh, I'm going to load up my car today and get them out to where they're going tonight. Uh, have the kegs hidden all over. By this time tomorrow, we'll be 40 kegs out. They'll be gone by now. Yeah. 24 hours from now, you guys will be ripping kegs out of the ground and heading to the Mavericks and uh, meeting us there to see if yours is worth five grand. It might be the one Brett has today. You can go take your chances, get a keg out of the way right off the bat, and then meet us at Mavericks tomorrow night for the big redemption party. Uh, he's at Action Ride Shop this morning, which is off of the 60 and Gilbert, uh, just a little bit north of the 60. If you want to go down there, Brett will be there. You unload that lock. You get the, the clues that he gives you, and you try to figure out the four-number combination and unlock the keg. And it's yours. Simple and, as that. And how many are 500 this year? Is it 10. More than 10? Okay. 10 of them. Action Ride Shop making 10 of them worth 500. One's worth 5,000. You can win both a five and $5,000 keg. It's a lot of money over there. So uh, go find out as that thing if you're interested. What do you have on the board of musical treats there? I didn't get anything on it. Let what? Me it up here. I think Brett no, posted. No, Brett posted. I think Brett posted. Let me check. Anything about me dying? Oh, there's actually <laughs> lots about you dying. Man. I don't know how we're going to get through this this spring with everybody. I, seven or eight people said I missed yesterday's work because allergies too. That crap I saw floating around on the freeway when I, when I drove oh, by yeah. P.S. to Squaw Peak. Oh, Maybe uh, beginning of next week we'll bake some of it away if it gets up into the high 90s. I hope so. Living dead girl for you and the trans Bud Light drinker. <laughs> well, she's not. Yeah, I guess. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Corey Feldman, comeback king. Just for you, John. My comeback king. It's almost worth playing. Uh, fighting myself, Lincoln Park. Oh, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop, That's as right. you said. Cold Dream Widow. Uh, touch, peel, and stand from Days of the New. Primus, Jerry was a race car driver. Ren and Stimpy, happy, happy, joy, joy, because they're ba- happy you're back. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. That's lovely. Uh, control puddle of mud for the keg hiders uh, tomorrow. Uh, Mastodon, the mother load, because you got hit with it yesterday. Boy, did I. You guys should have seen the phlegm coming out of me. I think, I think I could have fooled people into thinking I'd cracked an egg. In the toilet. Oh. <laughs> I think I think had I taken a picture of that I'm pretty sure you your know. yolk was that big. It, it, the yolk was not only that big but also that yellow. Ooh. It was bright. And it was oh it was so bad. Like that kid on the radio video a couple weeks ago, just honking into the whatever globbed uh. out of me. I was sitting there, I'm peeing, and I'm like, oh, I'm dizzy from all the Benadryl and stuff. Did and you I, like? Did you neti pot or any of those things? I didn't do that yet. I wanted to, but it's just. My throat hurts so bad. So I just bent over the toilet like I was going to, and I just went, <laughs> did one of those. <laughs> and I swear, a full raw egg came out. A big one, like an ostrich egg. It wasn't little. One of those ones you <laughs> felt leaving your sinuses? Oh, it left, yeah. It left, not only left my sinuses, I had to do that back throat yep. pull. Such yep. a good feeling. And I'm pulling with my muscles in my throat, and it's in my mouth. And I'm like, oh. There it is. Oh. Uh-huh. I, if I'd have waited a little longer, it might have been a chicken. It was just a full egg. So bad. Also got it wasn't that. the only one. There were a few. Middle of the night last night, I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, eggs. Static X Dirt House for uh, the house that the valley is, the dirty house. And then um, Megadeth Angry Again 
as well for uh, the Bud Light tranny havers. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, we do a little Megadeth this morning. Okay. He seems like somebody that would be mad at that, but he isn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm snorting like crazy. Uh, uh-oh. Here we go. Brett is loading up. The- oh, he's on the bike. Brett's out there right now on his bike <laughs> riding around. We're going to talk to Brett in just a second. We'll get the thing out there. But Brett's out ready to go at Action Ride Shop. He's going to give his clues out. In fact, if you're there, Brett, call us up. We'll get through it and we'll get that thing out. Uh, if you want to load up and try to get it together and win the first keg, that's where you go. Action Ride Shop. Very excited. And Brett sounds like me. He's got the allergy thing going too. So Brutal. Uh, we'll do angry again, and we'll see what Brett's clues are next. Stick around. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.